Hello, listening people. Hello. You're listening to Spin Posh Presents Pictures Powwow. I am one of your hosts, Ryan Swinski. And I am Bartek, the other host. How are you, Bartek? Good, Ryan. How are you? I'm feeling very good. Uh, just, you know, enjoying myself. We're doing our show, having to talk about a movie. Pretty sure it's a movie you recommended. I think. Can't remember. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. Is this a, is this the type of show where we do recommendations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pictures Power, in which one of us, whether it be you, myself, or a listening person, recommends a movie and we watch it beforehand, talk about it, get in depth. So, if the listening people who are listening to this not watching it, um, haven't watched the movie on then... YouTube, you technically watch videos. I know. That's that. I know. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say was, uh, yeah, we're going to be covering a movie in depth. It's in the title of the episode, Bartek. What's the movie? We are doing, and I don't know if I should try to pronounce this like they do in the film or as a Westerner. I didn't notice a difference. Because I think, I think in Hindi it's we'll more just like... Say, just say it first and then we can talk about the Men Huna. Men Huna. Yes. Which is a Bollywood film. Yes, it is. From 2004, I believe. You recommended it. I did. We're going to be talking about this film in depth. It's three hours long, so there's three hours worth of discussion by that logic. I said last time it was ten minutes shy, but I think it was actually five minutes shy. Uh, three hours. Yeah. I don't know. It's a bit weird. Mm. Depends. Um, yeah, so we're going to be talking about this. This is Bartek's recommendation. Uh, we watched it. Uh, Bartek, what is your history with this film? So, my mum's liked Bollywood films for a long time, and it wasn't really too big of a thing in the household. It was something like I knew, but it didn't didn't really see them being played or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then around, I think, like 2005, so a year after this film came out, um, she'd seen it, and my stepbrother had seen it, and I'd heard things about it, and eventually I watched it with one of them. And uh, this basically became a film that the three of us really enjoyed and were very fond of. So was it your introduction into Bollywood? It was the first one I'd seen, for sure, yeah. So yours, let's say your introduction to the genre of Bollywood, Hollywood, no, Bollywood, <laughs> yeah. Bollywood ripping off Hollywood? No, <laughs> because this is, tries to be the Matrix at points. And Mission Impossible. Yeah. And uh, Austin Powers at one point. You don't even get me started. That that was a big question. Can I, I say had. can I say this is this is a is this also your first Bollywood film? Or have you seen some before? Uh we'll get to that. We'll get to it. So So, so part of this episode might be I guess talking about conventions of Bollywood, mm-hmm. given that this is the first time we've talking about it. And there are some, because I've seen Bollywood films after this one, that I can look back on this and be like, oh, yeah, these are conventions I see going forward. I can't explain the Austin Powers rip-off theme, though. I don't know no what's one going knows. there. No <laughs> one knows. Uh, okay, so your history is you've seen this, you grew up with it. It's Last episode, you said it was a sentimental film. Yeah. And is it sentimental because it's your introduction to this world of cinema? Uh, that, and also I really enjoy the film. Yeah. And, uh, you know, growing up, I'm, I I'd like to think that I'm a little bit better at looking at films, and I mm. can really appreciate a lot more of the production elements that went into it, especially yeah. in the uh, musical sequences. Yeah, yeah, and as you said, it's one that you and your family have watched on multiple occasions. Yeah, maybe not together. I've, I've definitely watched it with my mum and with my stepbrother on separate occasions, and I think... 
it, it's, a, it's a weird one because it's a long film, so mm. re-watching it is still, like, a commitment. Yeah. Um, but it's been a long time since my now second last viewing, so it did feel a little bit more fresh this time around. What is it about Bollywood movies that really get you and your mum and your whole family just, like, going? Like, what is it about those mo- about these movies that just your whole family seemed enthralled by? Yeah, it's it's really weird because there are a lot of things that I kind of give a pass to in Bollywood films that if I were watching a Hollywood film, I would probably criticise a bit more. I guess just the level of energy they have, the... Length. The... <laughs> <laughs> to, to, in some, to some extent, yeah, the length does... If it's a good film, that means that you're in that world for a bit longer and it feels a bit more intimate. Yeah. Um, if it's not so great a film, obviously there's a, a negative there. Mm. Um, but And yeah, this is one that we really enjoy. It's... Uh, and... Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So, my history with this film is I had never seen it before, never heard of it before. Uh, now, with Bollywood movies, I would say that this is probably my first that I've sat down and watched from start to finish all the way through. Mm-hmm. I've seen Bollywood films in chunks over the years of my life. We grew up here in Australia where we have the channel SBS on yep. TV and they play Bollywood stuff every now and then. And you just kind of catch them a bit way through and go, what is this crazy movie or whatever? Like, I swear I've seen a bit of one that was like a Indian Terminator or something (laughs) stupid like that, where a guy, there's a million of him and they all join together to be a giant ball and roll around and stuff. I've seen a bit of that. I've seen that one that our friend Will has described where it's a... Something about a fly, right? A, about a fly. That's on Netflix too, actually. Okay. But it depends which version is because there's like two versions, one in one language, one in another, and one's longer and one's shorter. I don't know. And we should probably just mention quickly that India has a couple of a couple of Hollywoods depending mm. on the region. So there might be like, you know... South Indian Hollywood. I don't even know how many there are, but Bollywood tends to be the main, like, North Indian one. Is this a Bollywood movie? This one is Bollywood, good, yeah. Good, good. So, I had not heard of this movie, didn't know. I was a bit daunted because it's nearly three hours long. I said, how many musical numbers? Bartek said, like, seven or eight. Yeah. And I said, how long are they? And you went, uh, and that was his answer. And then you are like, don't be mean, it's sentimental. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hmm. And Bollywood films, I don't know, like, I've never really been engaged to want to watch many of them. Well, I know you love them. Like, you and your mum go to see Bollywood movies, like, all the time. Like, those are 90% of the movies that you see together. Mm. So it's like, uh, Bartek's really ingratiated in this world. And then for this episode, I was like, I'm going to have to be that guy who, if I critique this movie in any negative way, I'm going to be met with... Well, Ryan, what you don't understand is is this cultural value and this cinematic universe's style, and Bollywood does this, and you need to give a pass to this, and don't complain about that, and that's this, and this is that, and that's why I was a bit daunted. Because not only for me is it daunting just to watch a three-hour-long movie, like, I don't usually have a problem with length for movies, but Mm. sometimes you go... Mm, I haven't really watched a three-hour Bollywood movie before, so there's that daunting thing. And then for the reason as a podcaster to analyze it, I'm worried I was daunting because there's going to be all these things that if I critique them, I'm going to be met with, well, you don't understand because you're a newbie. Well, trust me, I... 
I've been thinking, obviously, since we started the show, I thought to myself, we're going to have to do a Bollywood film at some point because, like, I guess it'd it'd be disingenuous of me not to do at least one. And I have always been considering, like, okay, Ryan's going to have a different way of seeing it, maybe. Um, So, obviously, there will be some leniencies. I'm not going to, like, treat you like a noob or whatever, but... Uh Noob. I'll, I'll, I'll say things when I have to, but but I I, I know that we're coming from different places. Mm. So I, I want this to be cordial. So could you describe? Well, first, what's the name of the film in English? What does it translate to roughly for those who don't? Know? I'm here now. I'm here now. Yes. Very similar to the Neil Breen film. I am here. Dot 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 now. Now, yeah. yeah. Um, and why is it called that? In the reasoning of the film, and apparently the meta reasoning that I found out, it's called this on IMDb trivia. I didn't. Yeah. Know, I didn't know that. I've seen that guy. This, that's one of my favorite actors, and I've. He's everyone's favorite Bollywood actor. Fun fact: yeah. I did a recent guest spot on uh, the Chats podcast. They were doing an episode of Crusade, and I mentioned that we were doing this movie, and and they were one of them's like, I haven't seen any of the any Bollywood movies outside of the Doom trilogy. Does this have? And who's the lead actor in this Bartek that you love so much? Shadow Khan. Does this have him? And I was like, of course it does. All Bollywood movies seem to have him in them. I don't think he's in any of the Dooms, but okay. No, 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 no. But he's this guy's known so well as like he's got a reputation. If you say you're watching an Indian movie, does it have that guy in it? Yes, he's got it does. a reputation as like king of Bollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is a there is another guy that's like considered I think like a god of Bollywood, but uh. I don't, who is he? He's the guy that was in the. Um, is the he... Great Gatsby by... Ah, uh, oh, right. Not the dad from Bennett like Beckham, who's also a big Bollywood actor? <laughs> no, no, not He's him. my god. So, yeah, this is called I Am Here Now because in the movie there's a reasoning for it, but the meta reasoning apparently is it's a catchphrase, he says, this actor? It's, apparently he says it in a lot of his films. Have you seen that? To be honest, I don't really... I haven't really noticed. No. Have you seen a lot of his films pre this movie? Pre this film, not as much, and there are a lot pre this film. Mm. Um, but no, I, I haven't really So noticed. maybe he quit doing it after there was a literal yeah. movie named after it. I know that in his earliest days, he played a lot of villains. I don't know if they were... I could see him doing that. Yeah. Can I tell you... What's the actor's name again? Shah Rukh Khan? Yep. I learned a trope of his... From looking up stuff about this movie that wasn't an IMDb trivia. Mm-hmm. In four other movies, I can't remember if they're before or after, but uh, he also likes commanding that women wear their hair down because it looks far prettier. <laughs> so I don't know if that's like his Quentin Tarantino thing where that's Shah Rukh Khan's fetish or something like his <laughs> preferred way of women. But in this movie, that's a big plot point. That's a big moment of the film. There's pretty much a whole song dedicated to how much he loves a woman's <laughs> hair being down. And I don't know how to feel about that, honestly. So what is the plot of this movie in a nutshell? Well, this film, like a lot of Bollywood films, can be described as a masala film, which means like a mix. It covers a lot of genres. Um, This one is, you know, part political terrorist plot, part high school comedy plot. So you're saying it's Man of the House with Tommy Lee Jones. It's basically that. Yeah, yeah. This is this is Bollywood man of the house. Uh, so the basic idea is that um, India and Pakistan both have POWs from each other's countries that have just unknowingly wandered over the border, and you know mm. there's been tensions between the two countries. This is in real life. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and they want to have a project called Project Milap Unity, where they return the POWs as an act of friendship. Yeah. Um, and there is a Bollywood, uh, not Bollywood, sorry. There's an Indian ex-military guy who hates Pakistan and does not want this project to happen. It's a personal war. It's a personal war. It's always a personal war. It's always a personal war. (laughs) Best line. (laughs) And, uh... It's a long film, so I have to remember all the plot points. Uh, At the same time, the Indian general who's in charge of the Indian side of the project has a daughter that that terrorist is... Is gonna target. Gonna target to, you know, as as a means of making the project not happen. Um, So our main character, Major Ram, played by Shah Rukh Khan has to go undercover at a college um, or a high school. No, it's a college. They keep calling... Yeah, it's it's weird. The it's... joke is that he's too old to be at a college, which is confusing. Yeah. Um, he's going undercover, so there's a lot... The hijinks there are based around, like, oh, he's older than everyone else. He's a teacher, basically. Like, oh, that must be the new teacher. Chemi- yeah. <laughs> and, of course, Sherrod Khan's Major Ram is there for also personal reasons due to the terrorist, and he's that, because yes. the terrorist guy... Killed his, his dad yeah. uh, at the beginning, and then his, his dad his was like, bed. You have a brother. I have two sons. I have two sons. <laughs> you have a brother who also coincidentally goes to the same college. Yeah, which he learns when he's given the mission to protect uh, the general's daughter. And those two things kind of converge. Like, he has to protect the general's daughter whilst also getting to know his brother so that he can eventually be like, hey, we need to scatter the da- our dad's ashes because there's a whole tragic backstory there about the dad having performed infidelity and Sharrah Khan's a-, a bastard child and broke up the family and it's a lot of yeah drama going there. Family but- drama, that's another thing for the genre. Uh, yeah, but it's also really fun. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah, then eventually the terror, it's a lot of like just them getting to uh, school hijinks, uh, character interactions, the plot kind of goes away and then every now and then the terrorist guy will send someone to do something and then he will go away for like 50 minutes and then eventually they have to be like, and now this is the point where the terrorist guy comes in and takes over the last 40 minutes of the movie. And it becomes the Mission Impossible movie now. Like, that's kind of the feel. Yeah. When you said it was like, what was the name of this specific type of genre mashup? Masala. I kind of agree. Like, it didn't feel like, I was expecting when you say that, like, more more genre weird stuff. It kind of feels like there's two or three. Like, high school and, like, political thriller spy. Yeah. That's kind of it. Like, the family drama stuff is there, but you wouldn't say this is a family drama movie genre. Like, that kind of just is there because, like, Mm -hmm. it's a byproduct of it. But, like, uh, I was expecting more whiplash and genre turns, like, uh, when when you say that. But, no, this movie, I thought it was pretty straightforward when it came to tone and genre. I was expecting a lot more... uh, Bollywood isms that one expects walking in. I was expecting way more cartoony moments. This felt pretty straightforward to me. I don't know about this you. This is pretty pretty standard Bollywood, I reckon. Standard? Yeah. I was expecting like weird, crazy stuff. Apparently, the more South, frequently. Apparently, South Indian films are a bit more wacky. Yeah. So yeah, the plot p- plays out. Pr- pretty straightforward this is basically what i would say is a star driven movie this is a movie so that we can laugh at Rukh khan being a school student is that the general just you would agree on no yeah well that's that's a big part of the comedy 
Uh, <laughs> 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 um, so, Bartek, having to rewatch it, how did you feel about it this time? No, and it was really good. It was like seeing an old friend. <laughs> seeing an old friend. And how does it stand up to the test of time and to how Bollywood movies are now? Yeah, I've been I've been a bit slow on catching up on Bollywood films lately. Uh, I, I know that there was a period of time where my mum and I would see every Shadok Khan film that was coming out in cinemas. And what was the last one you saw? Did you last... see the one where he was a dwarf? Called Zero? No, we missed that one. I think around Dang. that time we missed it. Um, <laughs> I think the last one we saw was called Fan. Which, when I said to my fiance, uh, my, to my, my fiance, to my wife, that we're watching a Bollywood movie, she was like, are we watching that one called Fan that he always talks about? And I'm like, no, we're watching a completely different one that I don't know anything about. <laughs> like, I knew about Fan because it sounds weird. Like, it sounds very meta and weird. It's... Where it's like Shara Khan's a Bollywood star who's being stalked by a guy who looks like him. Yeah. Who is yeah. actually, you know, yeah, the same actor. Role. And that sounds interesting. Yeah. The, the original Bollywood film I was going to pick for this episode was another one where he plays a dual role. Doom. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, it felt like an old friend, but how does it feel like... Does it feel like very 2000s-y Bollywood style, or do you think it kind of still has this kind of aura? How does Bollywood films age? Like, you know how Hollywood films age? Like, we mm. can really tell a 2000s-type movie. Does Bollywood have that kind of feel to them? Like, this has a very that era to uh, it? It's hard to tell because I... I they, they all kind of still, you know, look, feel the same a bit. Okay. I think just the difference here is I have more nostalgia for this one. <laughs> so, let me tell you, Bartek, having walked into this and walked out of it, I have a lot of thoughts. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this. I didn't enjoy the film for the first half. Okay. I found the first half very annoying and slow. Yep. I enjoyed some of the comedy moments. I'm not saying that there wasn't anything, but I found it very interesting, and these are things that I'm sure you could explain to me, but I found the first half very technically incompetent and weird. Mm. Lots of weird audio problems going on, like lots of overt dubbing of characters and I didn't understand why they were being dubbed, if, even if they were speaking in their natural language. And I thought maybe this is like a spaghetti western thing where, you know, they dub them in later. Mm. But then the second half, it felt like it wasn't dubbed in later for a lot of it in comparison to the first half. Yeah, that is something I noticed a bit this time around. And uh, there was weird moments where it's like they're standing outside and they're dubbed and there's literally no background noise. It is just dialogue noise. Like, they're standing in a field playing golf or something. Uh, him and the general, they're talking, they're, they're in a golf, you know. They're, they're, oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and know it's pure silence. And I found that very distracting. And then, in the second half, all of those technical things that I had problems with were kind of put aside and were fixed. And it felt like, to me, like, what happened in the first half? Like, what happened in this first chunk? And is this common? Like, these really weird technical things that I could consider to be errors, but you could say these are just Bollywood tropes or isms because I found it very confusing. Like, the opening credits, there's music, there's glorious music, and then 
the music abruptly cuts off and there's like four seconds of pure silence. And then it kind of fades and then fades up to what we're the movie and then audio's back. And I found that very distracting. Hmm. And like all these weird little technical things, like the weird use of that juddery drop frame slow motion that they used when people walked and all that. These weird technical and stylistic choices that in the first half were very prevalent and very annoying, and then in the second half, they didn't use them, and they and or they fixed them. Mm. I found that being a major problem with me, with the first half. I don't know about you, and if you felt that with this viewing of it. There was, I did notice it a bit more this time around, yeah. And I don't know if that's a thing that just happens in Bollywood things, or do you think that there was some production issues behind this particular film? It's an interesting thing to bring up, yeah, especially if you say the second half didn't have it as much. I pinpoint the exact moment where the movie picked up for me. It's the song that they have where they're like, uh, the Lucky and him are having their sexy song about like their, their two respective partners dressing mm. alike and being like, ooh, yeah. she looks good. From that point on, the film picked up for me. Before then, I was like hit, hit, hit and miss lots of misses just through technical things, or just like I didn't really understand what the characters were all about at points. Yeah, I remember there were. I think there were two cuts in the film that were really jarring. Like the, there was sound going on at the end of one shot, then cut to something else, complete silence. Yeah, and I don't know. I remember one why. of them. I remember one of them. The second cut was to Lucky and Ram's room. Yeah, yeah, and um. Weird stuff like that really kept me bogged down in that first half. And I've got to be honest, this is my first time seeing Shah Rukh Khan. Mm. And he was my least favorite aspect of this movie. I'm sorry, Bartek's mum, but <laughs> I did not enjoy him, unfortunately. And I get the reasoning why I didn't enjoy him. Is it also the reasoning for the movie? His character, which is I found him too much of a stick in the mud. I found him too straight-laced to enjoy for me. I wish he had a little bit more of a zany quality, just a tad, to kind of match a little bit the same tonal area that every other character existed in, including the terrorist guy. Like, the terrorist guy is playing it pretty straight. Mm. But he had a slight zany quality to his performance that matched the universe that this film took place in. But Shah Rukh Khan, for me, felt a little too much like, I'm the top actor in Bollywood, and I'm in this film. I also found it very interesting looking at IMDb that a lot of the trivia was about Shah Rukh Khan had an issue with this costume, or Shah Rukh Khan had an issue with this song, or this dance, or this name of the movie, or his character. And no joke to you, Bartek, before looking it up afterwards, there was a point where I was, like, looking at him, and I'm going, he looks genuinely kind of annoyed. Mm. And why does he look annoyed? And then I look up the behind the scenes, and it seems like he had a lot of issues as an actor and being a prominent star of Bollywood with the production of this movie. And for me, being a first-timer who has no sentimental attachment towards this, and uh, yes, there's a language barrier. I could just tell by looking at him at certain scenes or points or shots, he looks just kind of like over it. Okay. And his character didn't, his character isn't. So it just came across like Shah Rukh Khan's over it. Like I found myself asking, I have to ask this to Bartek, is Shah Rukh Khan one of those Bollywood actors who is known for being not just a good actor, but singer and dancer? 
Uh, dancing, yes. I don't know about singing, because in Bollywood, they're almost always, you know, lip-syncing. Okay. Because I found his dancing to be very lacklustre in comparison to everyone else. What did you think of that? I just, like, maybe you've seen him dance better in other movies or something, but Mm. in this one, I found him very much, like, phoning it in for a lot of the dance numbers in comparison to everyone else. I do remember that he was a bit different in some of them, uh... Like in and I, maybe this was intentional, but like he was a bit out of sync in some of the sequences. Like when mm. he was with a bunch of extras, I didn't know if that was to make him stand out or if that was just you know legitimate problem of the film. Yeah, and I don't want to be raggy because like, you give me these puppy eye look like. No, 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 no. But I'm, <laughs> no, it's fair. It's fair point though. It's just like um, I didn't find him as enjoyable after a certain point. I did, and this is where mm. I have to say the length somewhat pays off for me. The length of this movie didn't drag. It didn't feel like I'm sitting here for three hours. Mm. However, and this is a positive, but I say however, yep. purely because I spent so much time with these characters, I, 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 I eventually warmed up to them, but I feel like it's only because I spent three hours with them, not necessarily because of yeah. their <laughs> journeys or their character arcs or any mm. of that kind of stuff. Like, eventually, I was like, yeah, Sharat Khan, get him. But <laughs> I, I guess that's kind of going back to what I was saying before. You, like, kind of get into the universe because of the length. Yeah, But, but if you're not enjoying it's it... It's Stockholm then... Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Bollywood, it's the Stockholm Syndrome industry. It, it really is. It should have been called Stockholm Syndrome World. Yeah. Uh, like, I... Uh, yeah, the first half just dragged for me. Like, I, I found, like... A lot of the gags were kind of brushed over so that Shah Rukh Khan can, like, do something. Mm. A lot of moments where I was like, why are we focusing on Shah Rukh Khan right now? And then I go, oh, he's the big actor. Like, um, that scene, that dance number I'm talking about where, you know, they're talking about the girls being sexy. I asked myself several times, why did this become a Shah Rukh Khan number out of nowhere? It was Lucky's song to begin with. And then Lucky goes away after, like, the first few verses, and then it's just Shah Rukh Khan's number, and I'm like, why is he taking over this song? This isn't about him. And it kind of wasn't. Espe- like, especially since he's already had the one musical number with his girl. And that's what I mean. Like, it felt like Shah Rukh Khan, the guy, he had a lot of problems, it seems, with this movie, and it kind of felt like his star power took over the movie at certain points, and that mm. kind of... I think the trivia, drained it for me. I think the trivia was saying he wasn't into some of his choreography in that sequence. I, I wonder if that's what it really meant. Yeah, I don't know. Just and he had other problems too, and I just found it like for me, he was a, too much of a stick in the mud, and not just the not the character, the man himself, the actor. Whether this is all true or not, who knows? But from me just viewing it, I could just feel this kind of weird energy coming from him that wasn't coming from anyone else. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. Hence, I'm really interested to see him in other films to see if it is something that is just him as an actor and I'm just not as familiar with that style of him or if this was just a one-off kind of mood that was happening with him that day, that, that filming. I don't, I, okay, yeah. I don't know. If you mean that, I'll, I'll try to recommend you something then, but yeah. I'll check out Fan. That sounds interesting. Yeah, okay. I want to see him as a creep. <laughs> oh, there are a few I can recommend if you want to see him as a creep. But I want to see him creeping himself out. <laughs> fan would be the one then <laughs> <laughs> so what are some negatives that you have for this film if any since we're just talk- since I'm talking about some negatives uh, well I, I, I agree with you that some of the audio issues were there especially those cuts those, those were very jarring 
Mm. Um, issues I had. I feel like there was something I noticed this time around. I'm trying to remember what it was. Uh, was it the wigs? <laughs> no, no, no. Wigs are cool. They were terrible. <laughs> like, the terrorist guy's wig was really terrible. And I don't know why it was so bad. Well, like you say, he's a terrorist. Okay. That's, that's the joke. That's it. End show now. <laughs> that's what Spin Falls was leading up to. Now, here's a dance number credit sequence. Exactly. Negatives I had. Um, I guess... And I guess this kind of leads into playing, like, cliches for comedy. I guess the Percy character's resolution. Does he have one? Well, I guess that's... In the credits, it just says he has he has a jumper that says stud and he gets with Minnie. Is that what you mean? Well, because, like, his, his whole thing was that, you know, there was the love triangle thing going on and he just kind of bows out at some point. It, I know that there, there is a red, like... Yeah, I didn't mind that. I didn't actually feel like it was an actual love triangle. I think it was just, like, he's just a guy and she's just like, you know what, Lucky, you're a misogynist and I don't want that no more. <laughs> I'll go with um the other male character that's in our group of friends. Hmm. It didn't actually feel like that guy was actually pining after her in any actual way. Like, I don't know. I didn't feel that. Hmm. I can't think of any actual scenes where he actually was like an an actual opposition in the love triangle for Lucky. Well, I mean, there was at the end of the 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 song sequence, there was the thing where she said, you know, like he's always seen me for who I was. You just see my clothes, that kind of. Oh, thing. I know, like I know what she sees, but I mean him himself as a character with actions that he does. Mm. I didn't feel like that character was actually an opposition for Lucky. It was more of an obstacle for Lucky in terms of Lucky's hit his low points. She's left him because he's too much of a misogynist. Right. But it didn't feel like... um, What was the character's name again, sorry? Uh, The dorky guy? Percy? Percy. It didn't actually feel like Percy as a character was actually pining after her and going after her and going against Lucky. He just happened to be there. Right. That's what I mean, like, she says this, but does he actually do anything as a character to necessitate being an opposition in a love triangle? Not particularly. He's just physically there. Mm. So I didn't feel as, like, that was a love triangle plot. So it was more of a, we've hit the second act going into third act low point. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I liked her. Yeah, she was good. I liked her. I thought she was fun. I was really worried that when she changed outfits for him... Oh, that would be like the changing point for her character. But then the movie was like, no, that was just for today. Uh, I felt like doing something different, but fuck you. You should like me for me. And I was like, whoa, whoa, okay. Scratch out those negative notes I was making before. (laughs) Like, whoa, okay. I was expecting that because, you know, you get used to how movies go. Yeah, yeah. I was expecting it to be like, but no, he had to change for her. And that's... That was great. Lucky. I liked Lucky in the end. I was a bit worried he came out like an anime boy to begin with. I didn't <laughs> like that. Didn't like that at all. Um, any other negatives? Any musical numbers that you didn't care for? Um, because this is a musical. I remember and... when I was younger, I wasn't really too into the the actual love song between... Shadow Khan and the teacher, but this time around I had no problem with it. I thought it was really good. Mm. Um, 
No, they, they were all fine. I, I I think maybe I used to like the prom sequence a bit more when I was younger. The rockabilly one. Yeah. Yeah, well, I like that one it was, too. It was good this time around, but I think I used to I like, like the first more. one. The yeah. one that's like what, done one shot, is it? Yeah, yeah, that one. That one was my favourite. I found myself a bit lacking at the musical numbers. I was expecting because, you know, I've seen Bollywood musical numbers and Bollywood musical numbers represented in other films like uh, Slumdog Millionaire, like all that kind of crazy stuff. Mm. I was expecting to be more wow. Like the one thing I said going in was, I'm going to be impressed by the dancers. That's that's definitely what I'm going to be like. If I don't like anything else, the dancing is what I'm going to be getting out of this. And I found that to be the opposite. Like I didn't really find the dancing as impressive as I have seen in other Bollywood-related yeah, things. I found it very like lots of leaning to one side. And doing a head nod and lots of that more so than... It was definitely, yeah, more subdued this time in this film. I guess the logic you could say is they were leaving the big spectacular dances for later in the movie, but I didn't think that the last one was particularly... I'm not saying the credits, the one before, was particularly wowzers, like the last couple. I didn't find them particularly... The one I remember sticking out more near the end was the school one, because it was just so weird. <laughs> but like the song itself yeah, not it's, even the it's, dancing it's interesting because i read when i was reading the trivia afterwards it mentioned like oh they didn't really hire specific like dancing extras they tried to keep it more with like the supporting cast mm. um oh, i had a point no that was the point <laughs> <laughs> like that's what i mean like i was expecting more wowzer dances and more absurdist stuff like they had their little absurd moments here but i was expecting it to be cranked up more mm. um i was expecting lemonade joe level of crazy but i didn't <laughs> i could have told you that wasn't quite what we were getting here well i thought bollywood was really crazy like from my outside point of view you think of like weird things like you know, weird, like, they're always jumping all the time, and there's lots of wire work, mm. and, like, uh, lots of random s zoom snaps, and, like, random crazy stuff. But this one, that's what, it felt pretty straight-laced, pretty tame. It's funny, because there were points in this film where I'm like, oh, this is a little wackier than I remember this one. <laughs> well, most, mostly during, like, action scenes, though, not well, really comedy. I'll tell you the wackiest thing, and I made it a running joke with my wife. I, I went... Is that Shahrukh Khan's love interest? I can't tell. The wind isn't blowing on her right now. <laughs> and then as soon as I said that, some wind will start blowing on her. Why is that happening? Is that just in this movie? Or is that a trope of Bollywood movies that the lead love interest has a wind machine blowing against them all the time? I think that's that was just like a magical realism-y fantasy kind of thing going on here. But, just for this? But, well, I mean, wind blowing in hair is a, is a beauty trope. No, but... but she has it for literally every scene she's in, I think and that... it even blows against other actors. <laughs> uh, I think that is a joke. Yeah. Okay, but like I'm not the authority, but I, I, just, I found take it that very funny, and I made it a constant <laughs> joke. Like, is that her? Oh, I can't tell. The wind's not blowing on it, and then it starts. I'm like, there she is. You know what's extra interesting about you saying the dancing wasn't as well as as you were expecting? Mm. This was the directorial debut of the director of this film, but she'd been in the industry for like two decades prior to this uh where she's mainly a dance choreographer for bollywood films and like if you mm. go on her wikipedia page it'll show you like her filmography mm. and there isn't much there you scroll down and there's a whole subtitle for what she's done choreography for and there it's is like millions yeah dozens how frequently how prolific are female bollywood directors are there lots of them are there few of them i'm not as familiar with 
a lot of the production people. I mainly know her just because, uh, you know, she directed this and a few other films I liked. And then also the second Bollywood film I saw, which was what I was originally going to pick for this, I noticed her name in the credits. I'm like, oh, it's her. It's her again. Um, yeah, I, I honestly don't know. I, I do feel like most of the time if I do hear about a production role, it is like a male director or something like that. Anything you want to question me about about this movie? Because you are the you know this movie pretty back and forth. Anything you want to ask me about my thoughts on it? Because I'm trying to think of some stuff, but I want to be like Bartek's seen this a few times. Is he keen on what I thought of this or that? Um, what did you think of the villain? Like you said that his energy matched the universe of the film. Yeah, I wish he was in it more. Mm. I think that's my big takeaway. Was I wish that they played up the fact he was the teacher. It felt like that was very thrown away very quickly. I guess For yeah. a movie that's nearly three hours long, I would have liked to have spent an hour of that, of him being the teacher playing cat and mouse. But yeah, we only had really guess... one scene where he was in the school doing it, and then at the dance, and then after. It was like three or four scenes, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It... And it was kind of a bummer. Yeah, I guess they wanted to milk the previous teacher's gags out before. The spitting one. Yeah. Which um, I didn't find as interesting, but he did remind me of the Indian version of our teacher, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the second last time I saw this film was before I met Liam. Now I really see it. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I, his first scene as a teacher also, I guess, sticks out a bit considering where they went with him. Because he was almost considered like an antagonistic figure in that scene. But then they were kind of cool with him. Yeah. So... I think that only exists so that we, the audience, can really get clued in on, uh, he's bad, because we really hadn't had that many scenes. Uh, I felt like he was wasted. Like, I, I don't know that actor, but I really enjoyed that energy he brought. I hated his hair. I hated his goatee. <laughs> I got really confused because at the beginning he wore a balaclava, and apparently yeah. he fit all of that hair in that balaclava, but you could clearly tell that there was no long hair in that balaclava. Hmm. That annoyed me because they also pulled the mask, the balaclava off, and you saw a bit of his face, the scar, yeah, and yeah. he had gray hair. And I was like, "Oh, it's an older guy." Ooh. But then in the movie, he has like long brown hair with just like a little bit of gray streak. But I was like, "Wait, that's not what matched." My my continuity brain went off. But like, I wished he was in it more. I wish we got more of him and uh, his right hand man, Khan. Hmm. I wish we saw a little bit more of their relationship, maybe, beforehand. Yeah, Khan was in less of the film than I remembered this time around. And he really didn't amount to much, overall. I guess he really just amounted to the ideological debate. Yeah. It's a personal war. It's always a personal war. Like, <laughs> okay. And I, like, um... Yeah, I don't know. And I found, I guess there's that trope of villains where he was like, I could kill you now, but I'll give you five minutes to fight. Why? For the action's climax. But then also, <laughs> why did he not want Khan to shoot him earlier? I don't know. Wait, he was he... like, Khan, don't shoot him. Don't shoot him when Khan... Oh, right, right. Sorry, I was like, Shadow Khan? What? No, uh, the, the character, character Khan. Khan. Character Khan, don't shoot him. Why did he not want him to shoot him? I don't understand why he wants Shadow Khan to live. It's not like he has a big personal vendetta against Shah Rukh Khan or anything. It's not like they have that history that him and his dad had. Hmm. It's not like they have a backstory with one another proper. 
other than he killed Shahrukh Khan's dad. But that should be Shahrukh Khan should be more fueled against him. But this guy is like has a hard on for him, and I don't fully get it. Like, why do you want to do the James Bond villain of, oh, I'll keep you alive a little longer? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. When I was watching the film, I didn't question it, but now that you mention it, they, they didn't really establish that sort of uh, dynamic. I think if they played up the dynamic of him being a teacher more, then that could have been built up. Like, I really would have liked to have seen maybe they both actually started to genuinely like each other as a student-teacher relationship, and then when the betrayal happens, there could have been a little bit more meat there. Mm. And I guess they were trying to go for that. I guess they were trying to go for that effect when, like, the reveal in the video, and there was, like, grayscale flashbacks to, like, moments. Yeah. It's like... But they were, like, like four moments. It's, like, (laughs) one moment from each of his teacher disguise appearance. And it was kind of, like, wasted. But that actor... He was great. Yeah. I liked his energy. That's what I mean. I wish Shahrukh Khan has a similar energy, where that guy's playing it very straight. But he has this kind of weird, zany energy about him. I like that all the bad guys lived in, like, a... You saw them take over a house. Yeah. But then they lived in a sewer where there was constant water (laughs) everywhere because they're evil. (laughs) I don't know why they lived there. That was funny. Why did they live there? I don't know, man. (laughs) Um, I'll tell you this. The film was smarter than I was giving it credit for in a lot of places. Like I yeah. said, like I was expecting the girl to change for the guy, but no joke, dude. I was expecting a Gemini Man kind of movie where at the beginning when the terrorist guy had his face hidden and he killed the dad, and then the dad's like, you have a brother. I was like, oh, no, the brother's the terrorist. Oh, I see. I was yeah. really worried that it was going to be that, but then it was like, no, no, your brother's this guy. I'm like, oh, okay, I was expecting, like, that you, you're not so, you and I aren't so different from one another, you know, I'm your brother, and, you know, I was expecting that you kind of melodrama, yeah. but no, instantly the film's like, no, 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 this anime boy is your brother. <laughs> During uh, this song that you like. Yeah, and, um... I was like, there was lots of smart, smarter moments that I, that I didn't expect them to go. Can I just talk about the sexuality of this movie? Mm-hmm. Now, not being very familiar with the Indian culture or Bollywood, I wasn't expecting this movie to be as horny as it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it was going to be more prudish. I thought Bollywood movies were more prudish when it comes to sex and sexuality and kind of horniness. But this movie. Did you not see Lucky's mum? that's that's what i mean like i was expecting that kind of traditionalist kind of attitude but this movie was very horny it was very sexy lots of men looking at women's butts and going ooga and and lots of women wanting to fuck and i was was... very surprised at the sexuality of this movie being as present as it was i know that like in in terms of dancing and this doesn't you know, this doesn't contra- this isn't contrary to what you said about them looking, but like the hip movements and stuff, that's all you know, very standard oh, well, dance I... move stuff. But yeah, you're right, the, them like just like going in tandem with the hip movements. And and it's not even just the dance. I didn't even think of the dancing, but just like the way that the women are dressed and mm. the way that they sexually walk and the way that the men are ogling them and the women are talking about wanting the guys for a good time. Yeah, and, like... it was it was a funny thing of like uh, you know th- they are wearing. Indian clothing, which, you know, the saris, they do expose a bit more. But then they're also, you know, the acting is playing into a sexual element. What's Lucky's girlfriend's name again? 
uh, Sanju. And she was wearing like more Western style clothes or more like civilian, like, you know, not yeah. traditional clothes. So she had like high, high midriffs and stuff. So I was a bit shocked. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Like I was a bit surprised of just like, yeah. But then the movie will also be like, uh, Minnie's a whore. And also, no men on men kissing at this prom, okay? <laughs> you fucking fags. Like, a lot of that. Yeah, that's coming out of nowhere. Like, whoa, okay. Whoa, whoa, where did that come from? It really came out of nowhere. But then you remember it's 2004 India, so of course it had to be in there. <laughs> but uh, I was very surprised. Is that a common thing in, in Bollywood? Like, them having such overt kind of sexuality emanating because I was thinking that it was going to be a bit more standoffish and prudish about that I thought Shah Rukh Khan's character the way he reacted to romance and sexuality and stuff was going to be the kind of tone of the whole movie like where it's very much like a little bit of a wink and nod but very 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 po-faced about it all um the po-faced thing no I, I don't really see that in Bollywood Ob- obviously the way the women were acting in it and the way they were dressed that is kind of standard and I, I guess yeah there's obviously gonna be you know women are being attractive in this scene men are gonna be attracted to them um but I don't really think I've seen too many Bollywood films that go too all in on like sex or stuff like that. Do they have sex scenes in Bollywood movies? You know what? I don't think I've ever seen Because I thought it was the thing that Bollywood actresses don't get naked. No, they don't. I've never seen one get naked. I I think in um I think it was in Doom Two there was a controversy because uh one of the the lead actress kissed one of the other actors and i i don't know if it's because of i mean there's kisses in bollywood films but i think it might have had something to do with the fact that she was engaged in real life i think weird you know i was just surprised like you know coming in um the length of the movie really didn't feel as bad as i was expecting i think the movie plods along at a good pace i did find that it was very much like this is a chunk and this is a chunk and they're put together Mm. unfortunately like there were just some moments where i wish it was a bit smoother every time it did cut to the villain it was cool that they were doing it but also it was like oh villain time or oh mum time (laughs) mum's crying again like you know that kind of thing or uh, but I like the humour. I wished it was a bit more overtly funny. I don't know. I was expecting it to be funnier. Yeah, Bollywood film comedy is, is hit and miss. And, you know, that's not even getting into the fact that there's, like, you know, language-based comedy. Mm. Some. I remember one of our one of our least favourite films that Mum and I saw in the cinema was one where a lot of the comedy was based around not only, like, language-based stuff, but also... Actors that weren't Shadok Khan getting a lot of screen time, whereas he's playing it completely different to everyone else, and that was more interesting. Yeah. Um. So it was good that this film, you know, kept it more, I guess, playing into the bilingual aspect. Mm. You know, some physical stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'd be interested to see some other Bollywood movies. I mean, this didn't turn me away, but at the same mm. time, I'm not gonna lie and say that it turned me on like i'm really gonna go down the bollywood rabbit hole now like no, that's fair it, it warmed me up a little like i was like okay i want to see sharon khan he seems like a he seems like a good actor but it like i said he brought this weird energy that i didn't think melded as well yeah and it's really interesting to hear you say all that i, I like it your mom's gonna cry though <laughs> she's like he's no good boy no, no, no. <laughs> a lot of his charm is coming from his charisma yeah, and I felt like maybe they could have... 
Okay, so does he play a loser a lot? Because in this movie, he was a loser, right? Like, he, he was, like, the top military man, but they put him in, like, a situation in which he became, like, a pathetic, wimpy loser in which he hits on the teacher, and he, it's kind of like, he, oh, um, you loser. He he has a, a quite a range of what he can do. He does play a loserish character often, like... And uh, every time it happens, Mum's like, oh, he plays such a dag. <laughs> <laughs> there are a couple I can think of where he plays... Oh, there's one I've just thought of now. It's not. It's sort of another dual role film. Mm. It's what. It's he's one character, but he like. Is he the Eddie Murphy of of India, where he, he loves, just plays multiple roles? He in loves movies? dual roles. I can list like forty, right? <laughs> Five maybe. Um, in this one, he's one character, but he like puts on different personas. Right, right, right. Um, where he's normally this very mild mannered businessman, Clark glasses, Kent type, yeah. very meek. Um, and he's get, he gets into an arranged marriage with right. a woman that doesn't love him, but like it's an obligation. I think I've saw the poster for this and the recommendations f- from the t- for other movies. Did the title look like Rab de Bana di Jodi? Probably. Yeah, this is the one I'm talking about. And then uh, <laughs> she wants to attend dance classes, so that's like the okay, mm. you can do that. And then he attends the dance classes as this like try hard cool guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very keen. That's a good one. Yeah. Anything else you want to bring up about this movie? Anything that you want to talk about, highlight? Uh, not... This isn't... Maybe this isn't too major, but how do you think the film did with its dramatic irony? The two that I can think of is Shah Khan not knowing that Lucky is his brother, despite the fact that we know, and also mm. the, the the teacher being the terrorist, which we know. Like I said, the teacher thing could have been milked more, but mm. in the moment it worked well. Like, I like the fact that he successfully took the girl mm. later. But, like, I liked all of that, but uh, then the twists and turns, I would just wish there was more. The lucky thing, um, it was fine. Maybe it went on a little too long. Maybe a scene or two shorter of it being revealed because it's just like I don't know, didn't I don't know, didn't milk it hard enough. I mean, I don't know. It it was fine. Yeah, I like that the computer loaded the image really <laughs> stupidly. That's something I've always remembered. Like, okay, that's okay. That's that's clearly dramatic loading. That's the drama loading. I like that the guy who raced against Lucky, didn't want to help him for some reason. Like, like it took Shah Rukh Khan, like, ten minutes to get over there, and the other guys just stand there doing what? Nothing. Yeah, I couldn't... I could never... Because after Lucky trips, you, um... You don't really see him much in that scene, except for when Shah Rukh Khan grabs the rope, which... He, he throws the rope. Yeah, it's, so it's like, oh, he's helping, maybe? Yeah. And then later in the film, he's just another one of the background characters that's kind of cool with everything. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's much else. Well, we've got to talk about the principal. Yes, of course. I liked his ties. <laughs> I liked his humour. I wish that they gave him some other nuances of humour, other than like he's like a guy who doesn't remember names and is always blowing the guy's cover. Mm. I wish he had a little bit more range of jokes. Like maybe one or two other things he does like since every other character who was a joke character had that one thing that they do it would have been nice if one of the joke characters primarily the principal because he's an authority figure had more than just the one or two joke things as well like i wish he had a bit more things to flesh yeah, him they're, out they're all in the range of like gullible narcissistic or narcissistic for the spitting guy yeah 
I wish that there was a little bit more, like I like the principle that he wore these ties all the time and then his credited <laughs> thing was his name on the tie and yeah. that was cute. I like the end credits. My favorite thing about the movie were the end credits. They're really cute. Yeah, the, the, this director, she likes doing credits where like you see all of the production people and they're carrying their Yeah, names. it was nice. Yeah. I like the producer, the executive producer who they were throwing money at and he just looked <laughs> kind of annoyed. I like that. You don't see that. Yeah. That's cute. I, the principal was great. He he's we like principal characters, yeah, don't we? Yeah, yeah, he was good. He's the kind of character I don't appreciate masterpieces. Like that was our favorite character. He was my favorite comedy character. I didn't really care for the spitting teacher guy. I thought he was okay, but I think he worn out his welcome after more than three scenes. Mm. I'm 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 kind of fond of his line. Shut up, shut up, you morons. But otherwise, yeah, spitting. I also right. think that they wasted the Hindi teacher. I didn't care for her. I I don't know. Like they had this whole gag where everyone's running away from her and she's knitting all the time and. Mm. And, and then I, they stop that to just focus on the language uh, gags. But then also, like, I didn't understand why they're all running away from her. Because then when she did interact with them, it wasn't really there as was, bad as yeah, the spitting teacher guy. Was, so why was, it should have been the spitting teacher guy they all run away from because he's literally spitting at them and he's the most there was a antagonistic teacher. Yeah, there was a throwaway line in the very first scene, which doesn't even make sense, where they're like, oh, she'll bore us to death. Well, I mean, yeah, but then she's not even that boring. Yeah, that's what I mean. She's too energetic. They needed to have her be Ben Stein from Ferris Bueller. Yeah. You know, Bueller. It's like you have to listen to her finish, but like, yeah, she just, she gets all her lines out there in a second. You know who would play that in this movie? Khan. If Khan was a teacher, like if that actor played a teacher, he could have been the boring guy. Mm. He looks like a, you know, like he could have been the chemistry teacher. Which he was I playing know. up a religious element that, like, yeah. Yeah, I, I think he, that actor, he looks like he could have walked in as the teacher character who bores you to death with whatever. Not saying that the actor did a bad job in this movie. I found him very engaging. Wish he was in it more. But like, just visually looking at him, he looks like the guy. While she, she's like all bubbly and. Woo! and all that how does she bore you to death she in fact would be too interesting to be bored to death by mm. um trying to think of other positive things i want to mention i like that the bad guy exploded it took 40 seconds for his grenade to go off though yeah, that was very annoying movie grenade explosion timing and shahrukh khan i don't know just in this movie did not deliver one line as very well for me like i know there's a language barrier but just the way that it it's because everything takes so long so when he does his one liner at the end about like haven't you seen movies bad guys always lose at the end and then he holds the pins or whatever and he drops them and he says something else and then he jumps onto the helicopter so long like long pauses and stretches that i just go if you want this to be a snappy punch you need to mm. Also, any movie that references The Matrix is getting a negative point in my book. Like, that's the worst scene in Kung Pao is the cow the scene. Cow, yeah. That's, like, the weakest comedy scene in the whole film. I give it a negative point for that. Like, you're minus the point. Anything else you want to bring up about your sentimental classic? Would you say that this is your favorite Bollywood film? Uh... No, I, I wouldn't call it my favorite one, but it's but yeah, definitely most nostalgic just because it's the first one I saw, and also yeah, the the music I really enjoy. Do you have a favorite to pick? Um, I was always fond of one that Shahrukh Khan did in I think 
2009, 2010 called My Name is Khan. Is it a bio? <laughs> no, it isn't. It's based on... No, 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 it isn't. It's not based on anything. Um, it's It's not quite a Bollywood film because it well it is but it, it doesn't have the same type of musical numbers i think it has like maybe like two sequences you can consider montages okay and it's also set mostly in america so that's an interesting aspect of it okay interesting yeah he plays a he plays a person with asperger's is he good at it or is it kind of like generalization because <laughs> i've seen him play i saw footage of him playing a, a dwarf and it was amazing <laughs> um <laughs> He, I mean, it, it, there's a big scope to it, so you can't really do it one way. But he, he does it okay. Good. Um, is he an? Is he one of those Bollywood actors that has done anything outside of the Indian film industry? Because I know there are several Bollywood actors, like we mentioned, the guy from The Great Gatsby. Yeah. Is he one of those guys that is just strictly, I stay in India, stay in my lane, or has he done stuff that's like outside of that? Has he tried to branch out? Um. I think he sticks to Bollywood. I mean, obviously, some films aren't filmed in India, like I just said. Mm. Um, but he sticks to the Indian film I th- industry. I think he sticks to the Indian film industry, yeah. Because I was walking in thinking, oh, Shah Rukh Khan, I, think, I thought he was like going to be like the Tom Cruise of India, like the big, charismatic, suave. But then I see him in this, and only this, and he's kind of like a wimpy... Like, he's a cool badass, but, like, uh, he was m- more flawed and pathetic than I was expecting. I was expecting him to be that kind of smooth, look at my hair, look at me. Because he's mm. a handsome guy, right? Yeah. You'd say that. I guess I guess he was trying to emphasize that aspect when he was... Um, military boy? When he was being punished and kneeling, and he was saying, like, if, if the military saw this, I'd be court-martialed or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like dissonance of his life. Yeah. Um. Oh, what was I gonna say? Uh. Yeah. I mean, he he's in India. Celebrity worship is on another level. Mm. If you literally, if you go to his Facebook page, he can make any post about anything. Just like a random thought, a thing that he did. Every single comment will be people proclaim, uh, proclaiming their love for him. Very similar to Vin Diesel. <laughs> Very similar to Vin Diesel. But in India, it almost feels like a... Re- it's not a religious thing, but it almost feels like one. Yeah. Has he played God yet? Shut up, Khan. Has he played God? Um, Very good question. Not in anything I've seen, no. So, just a quick question. Played a robot. Quick question, <laughs> quick question about religion in these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, forgot her name again. Lucky's girlfriend. Sanju. She, she was wearing a cross and proclaimed her love for God. Was she... She was praying in one scene. Yes. Was she Christian? Yeah, that was a weird thing because I did... Because I, did... I don't know how prevalent Christianity is in India. I think it's decent, but I wouldn't say it's as big as uh, Hinduism or Muslim. Or Sikh. Uh, or Sikh. Um, I, I Which there were thing... none of in this movie. You know, I don't. I actually don't see Seek as much in Bollywood films for some reason. Um, I did not remember that the school was called Saint Paul's when mm. I got into this film, and it had a chapel. And yeah, that was, I, I guess, one thing I didn't notice. And this is set in India. This isn't one of those movies where it's like it's set in where it was filmed. I think it's yeah. not one of those ones where it's like we're in America, but it's actually all India. No, pa- apparently, Darjeeling is a real place. So apparently, of course, it is a real place. <laughs> I've had the, the tea. Like... 
<laughs> I've seen the Wes Anderson movie. Darjeeling Express, was it? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, I've seen the hotel. <laughs> Isn't that... Is that... No, no, no. That's Marigold, Marigold. Express Hotel. But, um, Express. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, exotic. Exotic, that's it. Yes, yes. Um, all right, I think that's all we have to really say about this. Is there anything else you want to tackle? Because this is a big movie and a sentimental movie, hmm. three hours long. I don't want to skip over anything that you want to no, talk I about. Think we've with covered this. we covered most of it. We talked about Bollywood. We talked about elements I love. I guess I just emphasize I really like the songs and the mm. musical numbers. Oh, I got one question left for you. Mm-hmm. How do you like your lucky long hair or short haired? Um, when I was younger, <laughs> I definitely liked him long haired. Uh, I'm not saying that it influenced the fact that I wear my hair a bit longer. Um, <laughs> and I'm not saying that there's never been photos of me wearing bandanas like he did. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying that that was a big reason I look like I'd look, but, um, I like him I'm not saying I am lucky. <laughs> I'm very unlucky. No, I liked him short-haired this time. I'm a long-haired lucky. I found it very funny when he got his very um, modern-day 2000s haircut, and then someone said, Ooh, you got a military haircut. And I'm like, no, he doesn't. No, fuck <laughs> no, off. no, he does not have a military haircut. <laughs> fuck you. I could see the hands. Shahrukh Khan doesn't even have a military haircut. <laughs> None of them do. Indian military? I don't know. Um, mm. No, he looked handsome this time around. But yeah, long haired was something I was always I like into. me some long haired lucky. All right, Bartek. That's our take on uh, you are here now. No, I am here now. Man Huna. A very fun Obviously, entry into Bollywood. Unfortunately, my wife did not enjoy this movie very okay. much. She found it a bit too slow going. Mm-hmm. She did constantly say to me, why is it still on? But Because the runtime's not over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't have that as strongly. There were some points. But overall, a fun, interesting look into a world of cinema that I'm not familiar with. I have been trying to expand my foreign film watching. I've been very much getting into South Korean movies, as Bartek knows, Czech movies or Czechoslovakian movies, more specifically when they were Czechoslovakia, that era. Mm. Been trying to get into more foreign movies. If, other than Indian movies, are there any foreign movies that you, foreign movies, like countries in particular, that you enjoy cinema from and or you are interested in looking at more of? I mean, obviously, I I am into Japanese and Indian, um, and I'm open for any sort of foreign cinema. Like, every second time it's my pick for this show, mm. I try to pick a non-American film. Well, when you say Japanese, you specifically mean more animated ones. Yeah, you, you Definitely seen animated ones. I've seen a couple of live-action ones that were okay, mm. but I'd be interested to see some actual, like... You know, top tier kind yeah. of stuff. Any any countries in particular that you're really wanting to delve more into? Hong Kong cinema. Yeah, Hong Kong would be cool. Uh, really, any any country I haven't seen much from. Yeah, I would like to get into more more Chinese cinema, Hong Kong cinema, and all that. Mm. That would be fun. I like um, it's Hong Kong cinema. Yeah, no, or is it Japanese one? Which one is it? Where when they shoot people, like like. Like a hose of blood just shoots out of them. Whichever one that is. I can't remember if that's Japanese movies or Chinese movies, but like those ultra gory action movies where like where they shoot them and it's like the whole entire wall gets sprayed with blood. Like like it's a fire hose of blood coming out of them. I can see it being either one. I, I don't know if it's anyone in particular. Uh, there's a specific name for those, but I can't remember. But uh, Would they be like Yakuza films? Because that'd probably be Japanese. No, no. I don't think it's that. But uh, uh, 
All right, so Bartek. I guess just before we wrap up on Mindhood, the last thing is, do you recommend the film to other people, having seen it just once and uh, being mixed on it? Hmm. Specific people. I can't recommend it most because it's a three-hour-long foreign film that I don't think is as jumping off the wall as I... Like, I warm to it because, you know, I'm doing this podcast and I'm very open-minded about film stuff, but I'm not going to recommend this to... Just your average Joe. Mm-hmm. I'd have to recommend this to people who I think could handle the three-hour-long runtime and also handle the foreign, you know, uh, barriers. barriers and yeah. also, yeah, just certain people. I recommend it to you. Hey, I recommend it to an open-minded person like you. You keen to hear what my recommendation is for next week? Yes, and I'm also obligated to hear it. <laughs> okay. Bartek, I think it's time to... Oh, go the, back. When you say it's time, that means it's something that's been coming. I think it's time to go back to our childhoods, you know. I think it's time to go back to... Meinhunna. Meinhunna. <laughs> I think it's time to go back to a series of films that really have encapsulated the world recently. I think it's time to end a trilogy. I think it's time to go and be the Senate. I think it's time oh. to do Star Wars <laughs> Revenge of the Sith, baby. Oh, cool. Because recently a new Star Wars trilogy is finished, and it seems now that all three trilogies are done. And out of all of them, Revenge of the Sith is the one that is the final in the trilogy that is the most lauded. Would you agree with that statement? I think it's more lauded than Return of the Jedi. Most people say Return of the Jedi is fun, but it's really crappy as well. But then most people go Revenge of the Sith because it's out of the prequels. You get that curve of like, it's one of the best. It's pre- oh, yeah, it's like because it's next to shit. <laughs> <laughs> but also a lot of people genuinely love it. And maybe we are too going to rewatch it. So we're going to be covering Star Wars Revenge of the Sith next episode the one that has generated the most memes out of star wars but are we going to see more than the memes hopefully there's a lot of nuance there or is there would you recommend this is just for me and you not for the listening people oh i hit the mic um would you recommend that we also watch the first two in preparation or just watch the third one on its own you know what I'm just going to watch The Revenge of the Sith because I am never going to watch those other two movies again. But I would say if you, particular Bartek, would take that journey, I would appreciate it because you often always ask me for answers to details in movies if it's something that I'm more familiar with. And it seems like, uh, like I imagine okay, that I've watched to... the prequels more recently than you have. Would that be a fair statement? Um, when was the last time you watched them? I've I've watched them twice each, and I was a bit older when I mm. did watch them, so I don't know if that makes me having watched them more Well, Bartek, more to recently. appreciate this, you have to watch those, the Clone Wars series by the guy who did Samurai Jack, and also the animated Clone Wars <laughs> series, the other one, and you also have to watch Star Wars Rebels, and no. And the one that was never released. And the one that was never <laughs> released. Up to you. I'm not going to. I'm just saying that I'm going to watch this on its own. From my memory, it pretty much stands really well as a standalone. Like, yes, it's the end of a trilogy, but like maybe if you watch the other two and you can give more of solid ground of how it is as a resolution to a trilogy, and I kind of talk about it as a solid. I'll do it for you. Doom. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be talking about Revenge of the Sith. Hopefully we see more than just the memes. Is this the work of a genius or a madman? 
Is it because the prequels are so terrible it's great, or are the prequels secretly great the whole time? I will say that I'm the only one out of the two of us that have seen the full new trilogy, and I'm going yeah, to put. I've only seen I'm just going to say this. I'm going to put a cap on it now. I'm not going to reference those new movies. I'm just going to leave it for this because I don't want to give spoilers away, but also I just want to talk about this. Mm-hmm. So if you're walking in thinking, Ryan, are you going to talk about how Palpatine is connected in the new movie to this and his whole story? I'm not going to reference that, okay? I'm just going to leave it for this thing and the original ones, okay? Yeah. Leaving it there. Well, Bartek, we did it. We, we, we need to recommend our own show. Where can people find us? <laughs> you can find us wherever you are right now. And that could be on Podbean, iTunes, or the Apple Podcasts. Yeah, yeah, get used to it. Uh, Spotify. Spotify? Go, Spanish go, streaming one? <laughs> Goggle Play? Yeah. Spanish streaming one? Uh, we're also on YouTube. Uh, those are places you can find our content specifically. You can find us on social media at Twitter, Spit and Polish... Spit Polish Pre, and you can email us at spitandpolished at gmail.com. That's past tense of Polish. And we are also on Facebook. Just look up Spit and Polish Presents. Honestly, looking up those four words will probably get you us to us pretty easy pretty easily yeah just email us if you want to contact us on social media if you have some questions your own thoughts on the movies that we have discussed over the many years if you just come at me randomly and go ryan when you said this in the episode on zoom what did you mean by that and then i go what is smash mouth what, yeah what was that you said exactly so yep you can find us on those things follow us share us around you know just sing and dance all you like buddy yep. you can also leave us a review on itunes and i think even on facebook so until next time listening people remember to be kind to each other but also if you're a bad guy and you wear grenades on your chest there's literally only one way you're gonna die okay and that is going to be you get pin pulled out and that pin will not Explode the grenade for another four minutes, okay? And you know what I'm going to say when it explodes? Check that. Wicked. (laughs)